Today we have Sam Phelps, the Director of Development for Tenant Financial. Sam, welcome to the call. Happy to be here, Lance. Thanks for having me. Um, can you share a little bit about your background um, and how you became the Director of Development with Tenant? Sure. I, as I think we, we talked about, a recovering banker. I was in banking for about 12 years. I started my career right out of college there. And I uh, did a little bit of everything uh, as far as the underwriting administrative side to the sales side and then finally running an SBA department uh, before I departed and uh, made the transition over to the consulting side, which is it's fun for me to uh, get to talk to people, franchisors, franchisees and our clients and say, hey, this is this is what the bank's thinking and this is what we, we need to adjust to. So um, have been working with small business. Businesses all, all my life and, and just have thoroughly enjoyed it. You get, you, I feel like I've learned more in my career um, than anything from the, the individuals I've worked with and uh, and getting to hear their stories and, and just be a resource for them. So it was kind of a natural transition to come over to Tenant last year. Um, and so I've really enjoyed the, the opportunity here. Well, for everybody who doesn't know what Tenant is, can you give us an idea of what you do, the different kinds of programs, and how what you do is different from other companies. Sure. Tenant Financial Group, first and foremost, is a financial consulting company. Uh, we were built around uh, being an advocate for our clients, being a resource in this wide world of funding needs for the franchise world. And we have a couple of different ways we can help in that. So uh, we are a, a third-party administrator for 401k plans, specifically in the ROBS program. And for those that don't know about that, that is the Rollovers Business Startup, which allows you to access your retirement funds by investing into your own company, uh, much like you would a, a stock on the stock market or a mutual fund. You can buy shares of your own company and be off to the races. We do all things in that space, as well as uh, we are a funding resource. We have a network of lenders. Um, that offer a wide variety of different uh, debt options as far as SBA, which is a lot of what we do, as well as unsecured uh, signature loans. And then finally, equipment funding, whether that is an equipment loan or a lease. We try to just make sure that we take care of our client first. We know that each person that walks in our door is different, with different backgrounds, different risk tolerance, different things they want to accomplish. And our goal is to make sure that uh, we listen to you and then offer you the the different options and are transparent so that you can make the best decision for yourself. So I would say that's how we're a little different. We do a lot of listening. We make sure that uh, we take into account your situation. And then we want to make sure that you understand and, and turn over as many stones as you have to in making your decision. And then we move forward with uh, whatever works best for you. Mm -hmm. And um, can you share a couple of, uh, I would say, uh, disasters or really bad situations that you had to help a client turn around? Well, I think sometimes, you know, we talked about this earlier, Lance, it's when either, you know, they've got started on their own or have gone down a path that, uh, you know, you may think you had uh, been doing, uh, going the right direction. And we have to do a little bit of cleanup. But I think our staff's really good about that. And we're understanding that sometimes uh, people go and, uh, you know, one of the things with the ROBS program is 
it has to be a taxable corporation, an LLC. Um, it's different in how it's taxed. It's not taxed on the corporate level. So we see that a lot where folks maybe already have their business set up. Uh, we're prepared. We help you make that change. And then, of course, not to get too far off in the weeds, but it is my background. I always have to say with SBA, there's very specific rules. And uh, what we try to do is just get in front of those. And some, sometimes we come clients and uh, they have scenarios where it could be unless they adjust something or you know make a change, it could uh, be a non-starter out of the gate with SBA. So our goal again is to, you know, try to get as many of these questions answered up front. So the, the process down the road is a lot more smooth for them. So you mean if somebody sits there and goes, oh, I've already set up my LLC and you're like, and I want to use it. And you're like, well, you may not be able to use that for this loan. And you run into those situations. Right. Yeah, it, it happens occasionally. But uh, for all those listening out there, it's it's not the end of everything. We can make changes. And so, again, it just starts with the conversation. And, uh, you know, it, more than likely we've seen this scenario before. We can help you make changes that need to be but uh, don't be afraid to come to us and don't feel like you have to do any homework ahead of time. Um, we're, we'll stay on the call as long as you need to. And uh, we very, very often in, with our group do follow-ups and follow-ups to our follow-ups to make sure we've got everything taken care of. Yeah, I've had an experience where people try to do it themselves and they have a half-baked pie and then they want me to finish it. And I'm like, I can't help you very well at this point, you know. <laughs> That's a good, that's a good analogy. And it's kind of like, um, if I were to go into the, the kitchen of my wife, uh, she's, she's Italian. So she's running the show. I'm there to help put the pieces in the pie. And if I listen to her guidance, boy, do we have a much better pie if I try to make it myself. Yep. Or somebody pulling it out of the oven and said, here, fix it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's harder. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what are some of the uh, biggest mistakes or maybe even false beliefs that you see that um, tend to uh, hold either people buying a franchise back or franchise companies? Because sometimes they are making mistakes and having false beliefs. I think that I'm going to kind of flip it to the other side on this for, for mistakes. I think a lot of folks are scared that they can't get funding that they, they, they are not uh, worthy. And so what we try to do is, you know, really have that conversation to, you know, what's the total project cost? Are you wanting to do one unit, two unit, three units? And uh, really, there's usually a path there. There's usually an option for most people. Um, so my, my advice would be is to have that conversation early. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone. Don't be afraid to schedule a meeting or ask us to reach out to you. Um, and, and we encourage our franchisors to do that. And we much rather you come to us when it's something in the gray area and we see if we can work a solution because sometimes there's something you haven't thought about. Um, or there's a way we can move things around to, to get creative on the deal. And so, um, my advice would be always to <clears throat> get us involved sooner rather than later. And then we can go through what the options are, the highs and the lows of it and uh, how it makes sense for you. But, uh, you know, I, I hear that a lot from our franchisors that uh, people are nervous about the funding side of it because it's their first commercial transaction. It's their first business transaction. And, uh, you know, they, they don't know if the, 
it's something that they can accomplish. And, and that's what we're here to do is we're here to help ease that pain as much as we can. And what do you see, how do you see top brands doing things differently than struggling brands? Like what are those kind of indicators or signs or things that you just stand out about the top brands? I'd say the top brands are probably the ones that, that engage us the most, but at the same time, they are absolutely relentless in their communication, relentless in making sure that uh, they have got their franchisee in a good position to keep moving forward. I, I think once you see a franchise that has a process down, they are very happy to provide information, to answer questions, to make sure that everybody goes into it with their eyes open. And then I think that comes from experience. I mean, we've all been there where we can always remember the really good ones and then the things that uh, went really bad. And so um, learning from those situations to make sure you encompass you know, all the, the, the heartaches and all the you know, things that can help that person make a very educated decision. And so kudos to our, our, our franchisors that we work with because most of them do that. Yeah, I've seen that you have the people who are new and excited, uh, but figuring it out and the communication isn't really uh, as consistent and helpful. So you're you're not a team. It's almost like to treat it like a handoff. But then there's the people who are uh, very process oriented, maybe too much process oriented. And in at an instance, too, is it's like they may or may not communicate with you, but it's that back and forth. Like we're all on the team, you know, um, sometimes as a broker, you see that you're pulling the client, the franchisor, and the lender all together and making sure that everybody is on, you know, knows everything. And um, I think you that, nailed it. Just making yeah. sure that flow of information is as smooth as possible based on the, the current situation. Mm hmm. Well, what is some of the most valuable business advice or realizations that you would share with franchise companies? I would say that the transparency, um, you know, the ones we work with that, that are very, do very well, uh, FDDs are sharp. They're very reflective of what's going on in the company. And then also, you know, revisiting that every year, what, if, if we're going to throw the, the major thing out for both franchisors and franchisees, it's, Make sure you're well capitalized. If you think you're going to hit break even by day 45, you know what? We might plan for 90 days to hit that break even. So you have a little bit extra cash in the bank account. Uh, you know, our goal is to working with the franchisors and, and where we try to have a value add to is we want that person that when they're done working with us and working with the franchisor, you know, through that uh, closing process, all they're worried about is getting that business operational and pumping along there um, through that ramp up period. So uh, capitalization is key, you know, making sure the bank accounts are full and that they can cover you so you can be successful. And, uh, you know, the good ones do a great job of that. What's one of the most important factors with the lenders when it comes to getting uh, a loan closed for a franchise? I mean, item 19 play a part? Like what, what are the big things that play a part with getting a loan? You know, I, I'm going to switch it to some of the qualitatives here. I mean, absolutely the FDD and breaking down how do, how do all the pieces come together? And what Lance is talking about is, you know, can you 
pull all the pieces out because that lender is going to say, hey, where's all these funds going to? It comes out in what they call a source and a use. Who's sourcing it? Whether that's your equity contribution, your cash. Uh, maybe it's Rob's dollars that we're helping you with. And also that that loan piece. And so that has to be very specific. Um, but I, I would say that the biggest thing, gosh, let's tell your story. You know, you decide to do franchising. You've got a unique background. Let's let's really sell your successes. Let's talk about how you are successful in those, you know, 20 years of being in this industry um, help to make you the perfect candidate for this. And so, you know, just making sure that uh, you're not you're not just another person. And uh, that's where we try to help folks and, uh, you know, differentiate themselves. Uh, you know, the franchises are, are going to work with you to make sure you understand all the details in their FDD and we'll help you check, check, check to make sure that's um, off the list for the banker. But uh, we're really going to push you to, to sell your story because this is the opportunity to put yourself on display and then highlight uh, how you're a perfect fit for this industry, this franchise uh, and um, are worthy of the one. Mm -hmm. And those are perfect things for someone who's looking to buy a franchise to uh, think about, you know, for qualifying through the bank and for being awarded through the franchise. Um, and, and that any, any um, other tips that you want to give the franchise companies as far as um, being, uh, uh, how do you say, presenting themselves, not just to the franchisees, but to the banks so that they are more likely to get a, a loan. I mean, is, uh, are there any factors that the banks are looking at when they're looking to fund one of these companies? Sure. Uh, a lot of it comes down to the performance of the franchise and um, being able to highlight and back up, you know, what we're trying to accomplish in these individual projects by objective and empirical data. And so a lot of that's where you're going to get the questions and underwriting if uh, this specific situation is different than, you know, what's in the median or what's in the average for performance that's reflected on the FDD. And so really data is what's going to help solidify the request to make it an objective decision more than sub subjective. I think a lot of the subjectivity comes down to the individual, like we discussed, and it's awesome. Tell your story and we are going to help you you know, promote yourself the best you can. But when it comes down to uh, the nuts and bolts and you're working with that underwriter, what we try to do is make sure it's a very objective process that, you know, these financial projections, this business plan that has these numbers and performance uh, information is backed by good, hard data in a proven method. Mm -hmm. And um, would, what are some uh, trends or technologies that are new that are out there that you think that um, people should be aware of? Oh, if we're going to go down the rabbit hole. It's the, the big, the big uh, discussion, even in our, our world. And as far as is utilizing AI at the moment, mm -hmm. even as a company, we're starting to see where we can automate some of our processes or, you know, get help with some of uh, putting together things that normally used to be a manual process. Um, my, my advice when you look at these uh, business things is, uh, you know, look at the resources. I, I had a mentor that, that hired me that was the president of the, and CEO of the bank. And he said, I learned real early that uh, 
you know, my time is very valuable. And uh, if we can find things to, you know, alleviate some of that stress. And so we're actually spending time and helping the business grow, whether that's, you know, utilizing the, the bookkeeping resources that, um, you know, we maybe can refer you to or the franchisor has set up or, you know, inventory, those types of things to where, you know, you, you're not necessarily having to spend hours or hours after, you know, the, the, the closing bell and uh, to make your life so where you can concentrate on things that will help the business grow and be successful. Absolutely. Cause then you, what you don't want to do is be so busy. You don't have a lifestyle. So utilizing these uh, tools and technologies to do that, you know, and things like AI, the one thing people don't realize is it's useful, but what it does is it reports on what's been written. It's not as, uh, it's not as um, I would say fully creative. It's looking at what's out there and it's rewriting what's out there. Um, so you know, it's it's more of a reporting function. What I found and all the programs are are very different in how they um, prompt it and talk to it. Um, so it's very interesting and very useful as a I think as a handy tool. Uh, but it still needs a. It's like a fast car that needs a good driver. Um, just because yeah, you have it doesn't mean that is, you can uh, utilize it to its abilities. I think that's a great analogy. The comment we make is it's you've got a great, you know, top-notch symphony here, but uh, you're the conductor. And it's only going to be as good as the conductor inputting it. It's, it's not a replacement for some things. But if you have something that's repetitive that maybe is time-consuming and you can uh, take that off your plate, it's a great resource. Mm-hmm. Well, um, last question is, is why do you think it's important to have um, a think tank like this where we share information, come together, collaborate? Um, I think it's always good to, to continue a conversation that, that's in, important. Um, and the reason why I think this conversation is important is a lot of folks have a, a lot of misinformation out there. You know, we talked about uh, uh, getting to us quickly. Um, uh, getting to us quickly helps us, you know, understand what you're trying to do, but, uh, and more importantly, uh, put something together that they're going to be very, very happy with and, and understand all the different options. Um, and the important reason why we get together on this Lance is things change and, uh, you know, the economy is always changing, uh, the lending environment, the, um, just the overall how things work occasionally need to be tweaked. And so, Making sure that uh, it's not quite as scary as a lot of people think. That, that there's a lot of resources out there, and uh, you know, it starts with a conversation like this. Uh, you know, we're having the conversation here as part of the, the webinar podcast, and uh, but you know, this is how we do business. This is how we talk to individuals, and uh, you know, come on over. We're ready to talk about it, and uh, hopefully, you've everyone's gotten a couple different nuggets they can take with them and uh, investigate. Uh, but at the same time, we, I think it's just important to keep, you know, uncovering these stones for people and uh, see if they can be as successful as they can with uh, doing their own research or, or getting to a funding partner to, to help get these things off the ground and make your dreams come true. That's the goal. Right. And you know, I've seen so many people that where they, um, they're nervous to talk to people, but what we don't realize is the experts on your team, that's your team. And it's a shorter, easier, simpler 
less uh, mistakes and corrections to start with your team than to try to do a bunch of self-research and go off in a different direction uh, because who knows when that stuff was written and who knows how accurate it was. Um, times are changing. And so just like you get people that maybe start with the wrong business entity, it'd just be easier if they just started uh, with their team on day one and uh, work with them. Well, um, Sam, I appreciate you. I want to thank you for joining us today and sharing your insights. And anyone who's interested in Tenant, uh, you can click the link next to this video. Well, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Lance. It was a pleasure.